Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. Thunder your amen. Thunder your amen. Hallelujah. Bow down your heads and let us pray. Thank you, Father. We are grateful to you for this company of believers. And we are thankful to you for these times of restoration. We know that your word will come forth today and do a great thing in our lives. You testify concerning your word that you sent it forth to heal us and to deliver us from our distractions. Today, may your word accomplish these things in our lives. May we receive healing for our bodies. May we receive healing for our souls. May we receive healing for our spirits in the name of Jesus. And may you bring us out of every prison that we find ourselves in. May your word bring light into our lives and guide and direct us as we move on from here. I submit myself unto you. Holy Spirit, without you, I can do nothing. I ask that you will anoint me and anoint my lips and direct everything that I say today. May Jesus be seen and may his glory be revealed. And in the mighty name of Jesus, that name which is above every name, have I prayed. And let the saints of God say, Amen. Amen. Clap unto the Lord again. God bless you and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Turn your Bibles with me to Isaiah chapter 49. Isaiah chapter 49. And we're reading from verse 13 to 15 of Isaiah chapter 49. I read New Living Translation, if you'd be kind enough to put that up for me. Sing for joy, O heavens. Rejoice, O earth. Burst into song, O mountains. May God give you a reason to sing in this coming week. May God give you something to rejoice about this month. And may God put a new song on your lips as you move forward this year. Can I have a loud amen? Amen. It says, for the Lord has comforted his people and will have compassion on them in their suffering. May God bring comfort unto you. And may God show you great mercy. Yet Jerusalem says... The Lord has deserted us. The Lord has forgotten us. 
Never. Somebody say never. never. Say never. never. Can a mother forget her nursing child? Can she feel no love for the child she has born? What do you think is the answer? No? Never? Why, have you not heard of mothers who give birth and dump them in the KVIP? And they run away or go and throw them in the baller? Haven't you read anything like that before? So the answer is that a mother can forget her nursing child. And a mother can get to a point she doesn't feel any love for the child she has born. Or she about time every it to me a fin bana. And I say, to me a sia or bad time end on the baby umana. Na mwayen any say ani it to me see. His son is say, you are bad time ya one moon do omma. And I ye one mammy no swa omu wa omun pen mano. Inte aye bi bisa se na eradise or chem mana. I then na one no more one moon pen a ya or de ma won. Because sometimes you see people they are struggling to take care of their children, and then those who can take very good care of them are struggling to get them. Somebody say it's a mystery. But God knows why. And when we get to heaven, you can ask him because I don't have the answers. I know that everything that God does, he does it well. So the question again is, can a mother forget her nursing child? Can she feel no love for the child she has born? Then this is what the Bible says. But even if that were possible, I will not forget you. I would not forget you. Now, Missy, a bad time every a bit to me if in a bar. Now, me a radidier, me ray in fiwoda. Or see me ray in fiwoda. Hallelujah. And this morning, I have a message from the Lord to you. God is saying to you today, I will not forget you. He says, I will not forget you. A radi ato and cra and no de na sem ahyemenum sem menka enkyerew o se me babe ma me baba siasie sem mi asafo yehowa mi wure enfree woda hallelujah i said hallelujah now when god says i will not forget you in effect what he's saying is i will remember you and that is the title of my message today god will remember you god will Remember you. Yamiasama mebeka anopenu. Mama na title iradi ebekaiwo. Amen. Lift up your hand and say, God will remember me. Iradi bekai me. Say it again. God will remember me. Iradi ebekai me. Hallelujah. Now, what does it mean to remember? To remember means to bring to mind. Or to think again. To remember means to bring to mind or to think again. 
To remember also means to retain in the memory. To retain in the memory. So anytime somebody uses that word, remember, when he says, I remember, what he's saying is that I have brought to my mind or I am thinking again about somebody or about something. And to remember means to retain in the memory. And so when I tell you today that God will remember you, I want you to understand that God is going to have you in mind and God is going to think of you again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, when I say that God will remember you, am I trying to say that God forgot about you along the line? Is that what it means? When we say that God will remember us, are we implying that God forgot about us and now he's reminding himself about us? No, it is not possible. Because God who made memory, it is not possible that he can forget about us. Amen. And so when I say that God will remember you, what I actually mean is that he's going to have you in mind and he's going to act on your behalf. So when I say that God will remember you, it means that he's going to have you on his mind and he's going to act on your behalf. Somebody I say to you today, God is going to do some powerful things in your life. God is going to think about you and he's going to act on your behalf. He's going to bring to pass certain things concerning your life. It may look as if certain things have delayed, certain things have been held up, certain things have been put aside where you are concerned. But that said, the spirit of the Lord to you today, in this month, in this season of your life, God is going to remember you and God is going to think about you again. Hallelujah. So there are things we must forget. And there are things that God may forget. But I want to say to somebody today that God has not forgotten about you. And God is going to remember you. And I want you to get ready for your hour of visitation. And God is going to come your way. And God is going to do some great things in your life. Shout amen three times. Amen. Number two. Amen. Number three. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, to fully appreciate what it means when we say that God will remember us. I'm going to take you through the scriptures. And I'm going to show you examples in the Bible of people God remembered and what happened to them as a result of this. Bible 
So we're going to look at a few examples of people in the Bible whom God remembered. The first person we want to talk about is Noah. Noah. Is there anybody called Noah here? I don't think so. Noah. And we're going to read about him in... Eben is also called Noah. Or from today. <laughs> Genesis chapter 8, verse 1. And then we are going to, after reading verse 1, we are going to jump to verse 15 and then read all the way through to verse 20. Somebody say, God will remember me. This is what the Bible says in Genesis chapter 8 verse 1. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and livestock with him in the boat. He sent a wind to blow across the earth and the flood waters began to recede. Noah. Any emwana or the one a call boat to Numun. Why are you laughing at me? Now, on my enframakesie be a boy, a wasa, a senoso, and now in Sionu etrichikoye. Amen. Verse 15. Then God said to Noah, Leave the boat, all of you, you and your wife and your sons and their wives release all the animals the birds the livestock and the small animals that carry along the ground so they can be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth so noah his wife and his sons and their wives left the boat and all of the large and small animals and bears came out of the boat pair by pair then noah built an altar to the lord and there he sacrificed as burnt offerings the animals and birds that had been approved for that purpose. Amen. multiply. So they came out, and Noah built an altar to the Lord, and a obo afori edise iradi enyonyam. Bonsem na de iradi ase. And those of you laughing at me, may God forgive you your sins. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, a time came when God became unhappy with mankind the bible tells us in genesis chapter 6 that the wickedness of man fills the whole earth and god realized that all the thoughts of man were evil constantly so the bible tells us that god regretted that he had made man and he promised that he was going to destroy all living creatures. Mankind and every living creature upon the earth. He was going to wipe them out. 
And God determined that he was going to bring a flood upon the earth to destroy the living creatures that he, God, had created. That is what God said. And so God, before he did this, the Bible says that he found a man called Noah. And Noah found grace in the sight of the Lord. May you find grace in the sight of the Lord. And may you find favor in the sight of the Lord. When bad things are going to happen, may God favor you and exempt you from those bad things in the name of Jesus. So God called Noah, Eradi Ephraim Noah. And one man, Ejuma Kesiebi said, Onye. God asked him to build a boat or an ark. And he was to select two, male and female, of all the living creatures and take them into the boat with him. It is believed that it took between 100 and 120 years for Noah to finish building that boat. Oh yes. Between 100 and 120. So he spent about 100, between 100 and 120 years to build that ark. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine a boat that you are building that is supposed to contain two of every living creature. It's not going to be a small boat at all. And this was something that he was supposed to do. I don't think that he had apprentices. Maybe his three sons and their wives and his wife helped to build the boat. But it took between 100 and 120 years to build that boat. But finally, he finished the boat and he entered into it. It took seven days after entering the boat for the rains to come. And I'm sure that when Noah was building the boat, the people were laughing at him. Say, Akokra, Jamawitibom, in fact, if you read the account in First Peter, I believe, you discover that Noah actually preached to the people that get ready, it's going to rain terribly on the earth and all life forms will die. But the people did not believe him. And so when he went into the boat, day one, it didn't rain. Day two, it didn't rain. Day three, it didn't rain. Day four, it didn't rain. Day five, it didn't rain. I'm sure that the people were standing and watching and they were laughing. Say, yeah, I'm with Jimmy. Day six, it didn't rain. And then day seven, Drop, drop. Maybe the people said, Oh, when there are showers of blessing, 
Maybe I have showers of blessing. Ah, I said, me mohu. And so you craving a pity pity. What's the problem? It's not a problem at all. But then as they watched on to their horror, the windows of heaven, the floodgates of, of heaven were opened wide. And the floodgates on the earth were opened wide. And it rained and rained and rained. And the floods rose upon the earth. It rained 40 days and 40 nights. 40 days and 40 nights. And the waters covered the whole earth such that even the highest mountains on the earth were all covered. So you can conclude what happened. Everybody died. Noah maybe they didn't understand what was going on but they flowed with him and believed that God had actually spoken to him because of that she was saved her sons were saved and the wives of the sons also had sense enough to enter into the boat with them everybody else died now let me say something to you that you may not be aware of you may think that after the 40 days and the 40 nights when it ended then Noah came out of the ark but that's not what happened it may interest you to know that it took about 370 days more than a year for Noah and his family and all the animals to finally come out of the ark it means that for more than one year they lived in that ark one year if I ask you to stay in your room for one month without going out like lockdown <laughs> now the lockdown we experienced was not an easy time at all is that not so it was fun yeah but at the point you realized that you wanted to go out and the truth of the matter is that although there was a lockdown there was no lockdown Because many people went out. You cry. I know that's the reason why I'm saying this. Because I know that you went out. As ordained. For more than one year. They stayed in that limited space. But after one year. The Bible says God remembered Noah. God remembered Noah. God remembered Noah. Noah. Evradi Ekai Noah. Evradi Ekai Noah. God remembered Noah. He stayed in that ark for more than one year. Maybe he was asking himself, is that it? Aheyana metina ewu. Itima brabo ninye. Entimewie ye enye. 
Inti bibia biom ensi ewa mabra abomu. Inti niyami hui enyano nwana. Ensi sanyi bibaba. Enyama ebe daniana. Mekome ni mana. Metumpon ana. No one may have asked himself that am I going to stay here forever? When will my deliverance come? When will my breakthrough come? But the Bible says God remembered Noah. The Lord said I should tell you today that he has not forgotten about you. And that you are entering into a new season of your life that God will remember you. Lift up your hand and say God will remember me. Listen to me, it was not comfortable, I'm sure, after a while in the boat. Can you imagine the saints? And from Mamboni, Nipadie, Emwadie, Nipadie, Emwadie. Can you imagine? It's not an easy thing. You can imagine how uncomfortable it felt. How difficult it was. May I announce to you today that God will remember you in your difficult moment. That God will remember you in your uncomfortable situation. That God will remember you and begin to turn things around for you. That God will cause things to begin to work better for you. That God will remember you and bring you out of your crisis, bring you out of your strife, bring you out of your pain, bring you out of your despair, bring you out of your depression. In Jesus' mighty name, I said, God will remember you. Shout it again, God will remember me. And as God remembered Noah, I announce to you today that he will remember you as well. Clap your hands and bless the name of the Lord. Iradi The second example I want to touch on is Sarah. Sarah in the Bible. Look at Genesis chapter 21. Reading from verse 1. Dana wo bompai wo ka chensa ana radio re free me ana o de na sem ahemenu se men kan chere wo ene de na o se men kan chere wo se obekai wo na ni re in free wo hallelujah genesis 21 verse 1 to 3 the lord kept his word and did for sarah exactly what he had promised Eurade edi na semso na nia okatre Sarah no eno ena oyeye Ebobia Eurade ashewo no obedisu ewo Jesu Christ Every promise that God has made to you he will fulfill it and bring to pass in Jesus mighty name That's why you can sing a song and say F He has promised he will never fail. I will adore him. I will adore him. He has promised. He will never fail. His faithfulness oh, is forevermore. His 
and she received that great miracle but i want to remind you that it took 25 years for the promise to come to pass the years are rolling by he promised you that you will marry and you got that promise when you were 23 a man of God came to the service and prophesied that that saith the Lord by the time you are 25 you will marry 25 has come 26, 27, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35. Hey, at this point, you have this one who say, Hey, hey, has God forgotten about me? I want to say to you, my friend, that God has not forgotten about you. It may have delayed, it may have taken time. Things haven't worked out when you expected it to. But I know that with the God we serve, your delay does not necessarily mean that God has denied you of what he said he was going to do. I want you to hold on to your God. I want you to hold on to your faith. I want you to keep your faith alive. I want you to keep your eyes on Jesus. And I want you to expect that what God said concerning you, he will bring it to pass. Listen to me, my friend. God will remember you. Hallelujah. It took 25 years. But it came to pass. And I like the name they gave to their son. They called him Isaac. That means I will laugh. Or I will rejoice. I declare to you today. That God will wipe your tears away. And he will cause you to laugh again. God will take your pain and sorrow away. And he will cause you to rejoice again. In other words, put your heart into your stomach and patiently wait for the salvation of the Lord. One of the things I know about him is that he makes all things beautiful in his time. I announce to somebody today that your time has come. I said your time has come. Your time of visitation has come. Your time of manifestation has come. Your time of blessing has come. Your time of healing has come. Your time of deliverance has come. Your time of promotion has come. Your time to get married has come. Your time to have a child has come. Your time to get a job has come. Your time to go back to school has come. Your time to start the business has come. Your time to be delivered has come. Shall I receive it? So your blessings may have delayed. But God will remember you. And every promise that he's made, he will bring to pass. May God remember you and visit you in a special way. 
in the name of Jesus. The next example we want to look at is Abraham. Now, Genesis chapter 19, verse 29. Genesis 19, 29. King James Version. And it came to pass, when God destroyed the cities of the plain, that God remembered Abraham. God did what? He remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in the which Lot dwelt. Give me the New Living Translation now. Verse 29 of Genesis 19, NLT, beautiful. But God had listened to Abraham's request and kept Lot safe. Removing him from the disaster that engulfed the cities on the plain. So God remembered Abraham. And when God remembered Abraham, he saved Lot, his nephew, and his family. Because of the evil in the twin cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, God decided to rain fire and brimstone upon them and destroy everybody. But before he set out to do this, he met with Abraham and said, I can't hide this from him because he's my friend and I trust him. And so God told Abraham what he was going to do and Abraham started to beg God and to negotiate with him. That God, so what if there are 50 righteous men in the city? Would you still destroy it? Don't do that. God doesn't behave like that. And God said, if there are 50 righteous men, I will, I will change my mind. And then Abraham started negotiating. What about if there are 40? What about if there are 10? And God said, even if there are 10, out of the whole city or the two cities, if I can find 10 righteous men or women, I will not destroy the city. But the fact that God destroyed them at the end, tells us something very tragic and something very sad. That in the twin cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, God could not find even ten. Even ten righteous people. So as the story goes, God destroyed the cities. But the Bible says that he remembered Abraham and he saved Lot. So God remembered Abraham and he ended up saving Lot. I declare to somebody today but that when God remembers you, he will save your family, he will save your friends, he will save your loved ones, he will save your son, he will save your daughter. That some parents who have lamented and wept for long concerning their children because of the way their lives are going. They fasted, they prayed, they cried out to God, but they haven't yet seen anything. That says the Spirit of the Lord to you that God has remembered you. And because God has remembered you, your son will be saved, your daughter will be saved. 
your brother will be saved. Your mother will be saved. Your father will be saved. When God remembers you, it begins to affect even the people around you. God remembered Abraham and saved Lot. Unfortunately, Lot's wife, she liked the worldly things too much. And so, they were not supposed to look back. But she looked back. She, her husband Lot, and their two daughters, God sent an angel to take them out of the danger zone. And they were instructed, don't look back. But she told herself, She felt that Sodom and Gomorrah were sweet places. And she wanted to see what was... She was not happy that she was leaving the place. She turned and she turned into a pillar of salt. If she hadn't disobeyed, she would also have been saved. And maybe would have had a story to tell about her today. Instead of the fact that she turned into a pillar of salt. What am I saying to you, my friends? That when God remembers you, one of the things that he will do for you is to show grace and mercy to the people who are connected to you. And if there's somebody connected to you you've been praying about, you've been believing God for, God will remember you and do something in that person's life. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The next one, Rahel. Rahel. Or Rachel. Which one do you like? Rahel or Rachel? Rachel. I'll go with Rachel then. Genesis 30 verse 22 to 23. What am I preaching about? What am I preaching about again? Genesis 30 22 to 23. Then God remembered Rahel's plight. Or her bad situation. And answered her prayers by enabling her to have children. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son. And she said, God has removed my disgrace. Hallelujah. Jacob had two wives. Don't come and see me after the service that because Jacob had two wives, you want to marry a second one. So, Minkonko Jawo, Nienko Yobabi, Mwadiye, Minko. What's it then? <laughs> Please, don't come, don't come with any such story. I'll mind you. Jacob had two wives. The first one was called Leah, who was the older of the two. They were sisters. In those times, you can marry sisters. And the second was Rahel. But the one whom Jacob actually loved was Rahel. And Leah, he married her at night. I don't know what it was. I don't know what the culture and the custom of those times were. But after he had done the engagement and everything, and he went into the bedchamber, the lights were off. They what? They'll bring the lady at night. Do you see? Then you have to do what you are supposed to do. Then in the morning, you you behold and see what you have. When he woke up that morning, honeymoon night, and so he said, Mewo, 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 I have eaten wrong meat. 
So he had to work again for the woman that he loved, Rahel. But you see, God saw that Rahel was greatly loved by her husband, but Leah, he didn't care about her. And God doesn't like partiality. And so he did something. He shut Rahel's womb up. And so she couldn't have children. But as for Leah, plenty. Plenty. And Rahel used to cry to God and to pray that God give me a child. Leah had seven children before Rachel had her first. And Rachel had only two children, Joseph and Benjamin. But Leah had seven. That when you add that makes nine. Now can he three? And the three they were uh, picking up bolus. Because Leah brought her maid servant and Leah's mother was Zelpa, and then Rachel also brought her maid servant Belha, and they also they born for. So when you put them all together, Chef, may the Lord give you many children. You don't like some of you. The amen you said was not very strong. Empe, oh. Exchange rate God will cause you to live beyond the exchange rate. May God give you the ability to live beyond the economy. In Jesus' name. The Bible says God remembered Rachel in her plight. God remembered her. I want to say to somebody today, anything that you don't have, for which reason your life is sad. Your life feels incomplete. For which you are not happy. I declare to you today that God will remember you and bring that thing into your life. Adibia Asherewo, Enunti Weni Enye, Enunti Da Wusu, Enunti Da Na Weni Atatensio, Enunti Sawoda Wonda. Enunti atua jenjen meka amawati asie enese eurade ebe kaiwo na sadia na wuni no eurade be mawo nsa aka bonse na de eurade ase another example hana first samuel chapter 119 to 20 king james version first samuel 119 to 20 and they rose up in the morning early and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to their house to Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah his wife and the Lord remembered her. And the Lord did what? And the Lord remembered her. Wherefore it came to pass when the time was come about after Hannah had conceived that she bare a son and called his name Samuel saying, because I have asked him of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hannah had a rival called Penina. They were both married to a man called Elkanah. Penina had children. But Hannah did not have. 
And her rival, Penina, used to mock her. Used to laugh at her. Used to say hateful things to her. Papaya friend Elkane, Owari and Mamienu, Bakundi, Penina, and Abakode, Hana. Penina, no woma, Hana, no nibi, and Nunti, na Penina, or Ta Esre Hana, or Kasa Etiano. Say Hana Etiane Banakrao, say, hey! How do you call a barren woman? Oboni, Kawo Udie, Kawo Udie. One a man who to me eight yame bano. Ma when you will last time I will be peja one bano so. She used to laugh and, and Hannah used to cry and weep and cry and weep. They used to go to church all the time. When she goes to church, her worship is crying, her prayers crying. When they are preaching the word of God, she is crying. When they are sharing the grace, she is crying. Her life was miserable because of something she did not have. But God remembered her. I said, but God remembered her. Eradi ekai hana. Okaino. Nemrebaye oma ochenoba. din Samuel. Hallelujah. God will remember you. Anything that you don't have. Anything that is missing in your life. For which reason people laugh at you. People speak harshly to you. People tease you. People make fun of you. I declare to you today that by the grace and the mercies of God, God will remember you. And that missing element of your life, God will visit you and deposit it into your life. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Adibia wuni enunti enkrofo esreu. Wuni kunu. Wuni ejuma. Wuni ba. Wankosuku. There are things that are missing in your life and people laugh at you and ridicule you because of those things. When God remembers you, he will cause you to receive that thing which is missing out of your life and you will restore your joy and your peace and your happiness again. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The people of Israel, God remembered them. We are closing. Exodus chapter 2 verse 23 to 25. Exodus 2, 23 to 25. New Living Translation. Years passed and the king of Egypt died. But the Israelites continued to groan under their burden of slavery. They cried out for help and their cry rose up to God. Hallelujah. Look at the King James Version. Give me the New Living Translation. Verse 24. God heard their groaning and he remembered his covenant promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Verse 25. He looked down on the people of Israel and knew it was time to act. May God look down upon you, remember you, and act on your behalf in Jesus' name. The people of Israel were in bondage and they were in captivity in the land of Egypt. They were in bondage for 430 years. 430 years was how long they stayed in bondage and hardship for. 
But after 430 years, God remembered them. Whatever long-standing problem you have in your life today, may God remember you. Whatever situation you battled with for long, may God remember you. Whatever difficulty has confronted you for years, may God remember you. Whatever pain and sorrow you have carried for years, may God remember you. And may God bring you out of that situation. In Jesus' mighty name. May the covenant-keeping God remember his promise by you. And may he deliver you from every bondage and captivity. Shout amen. Amen. Next person, Hezekiah, 2 Kings chapter 20, verse 1 to 5. New Living Translation. About that time, 2 Kings 20, verse 1 to 5, Hezekiah became deathly ill, and the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to visit him. He gave the king this message. This is what the Lord says. Set your affairs in in order, for you are going to die. You will not recover from this illness. When Hezekiah heard this, he turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. Remember, O Lord, is what he said, how I have always been faithful to you and have served you single-mindedly, always doing what pleases you. Then he broke down and wept bitterly. But before Isaiah had left the middle courtyard, this message came to him from the Lord. Go back to Hezekiah, the leader of my people. Tell him, this is what the Lord said. The God of your ancestor David says, I have heard your prayer and seen your tears. May God hear your prayers. And may God see every tear that you've shared. I will heal you. And three days from now, you will get out of bed and go to the temple of the Lord. May God visit you within the next three days. May God do a miracle in your life within the next three days. May God show you favor within the next three days. Today is Sunday. Three days takes us to when? Wednesday. By Wednesday, expect a visitation from the Lord. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in Jesus' name. You will hear good news by Wednesday. Do you believe it? The prophecy you believe is what will be fulfilled in your life. And by Wednesday, God will show you his glory. Shall I receive it? Hezekiah fell ill. And God sent the prophet Isaiah to tell him that he won't recover. May God never send a prophet to bring bad news like that to you ever. But when he received the news, he told Hezekiah, Sir, and Krano, Okwe Radienim, and Okache Radise Radi Kaime, Kaime O Kaime. I send a massum wo afa. Kai in yuma maye ewo dimu. Kai senya a himfune e dimi nimu omodi abosum so eba asas eba omenu. Kai senya mi tutu sa abosum nina e friho kai me. Kai send a massum ewo no kwarim. And God remembered him. I said, God remembered him. And he received an extension of life. I declare to you today, may God remember your faithfulness. May God remember your kindness. May God remember your sacrifice. May God remember your devotion. And may he visit you in a special way. The last example is Cornelius. 
Acts chapter 10, verse 30 to 31. And Cornelius said, Four days ago I was fasting until this hour, and at the ninth hour I prayed in my house. And behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing and said, Cornelius, thy prayer is heard, and thine arms are had in remembrance in the sight of God. Amen. Cornelius was a Roman soldier, if you like. But he was somebody who believed in Jehovah. And he used to help the people of God. And he used to give alms and do humanitarian things. He used to show kindness to a lot of people. And God remembered the things he did. And God sent the apostle Peter to his house to speak to him about the Holy Ghost. And that day, he and his family received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But I want to draw your attention to this. How that God remembered his prayers and remembered his offerings. God remembered his prayers and remembered every kind act that he had done for the people of God. Sometimes you ask yourself, all the tithes that I have given, what have they yielded me? All the offerings I have given, all the kind acts I have done, all the acts of compassion I've been involved in, how come that something that I need from God, I haven't yet received it? Today I announce to you that God has remembered you. And for your kindness, for your generosity, for your compassion, for your love, for your care, for your commitment to the house of God and to the things of God, may God remember you this year. One matite, sir, at your offering, sir, who be someone who said that Benjamin Shira Ebeba, may Kamawati as here and Nessie, Nyami Ebekaiwo, now we Shira and Namkwanso Eba. Wonsabeka and Sirebia Nami Ashisha Atoho and Namwa Doye and Namwa Foribo. Wonsabeka sa in Sirenina Ewo Jesu Christo Dim. As you live here today, let these words ring in your heart and in your mind that God has not forgotten about you. He hasn't. That times it feels that way. It's like he's remembered others. They are getting married, they are getting jobs. They are being paid in dollars. I'm still struggling. I'm still not making it. Things are not working out for me. God seems to have remembered everybody else apart from me. Your turn has come. Your time has come. This is your hour of visitation. And I declare by a prophetic action that God has remembered you and you will see his glory, experience his power, see a manifestation of his glory in your life. Rise to your feet, clap your hands, and bless the name of the Lord as we close. Shout it, God will remember me. Shout it again, God will remember me. Shout it one more time, God will remember me. Bow down your heads and let us pray. Perhaps you are here today or watching online and you've been touched by the word of God. 
I want you to understand that God has remembered you. And today is bringing an opportunity your way for you to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, I want you to reflect on your life and ask yourself, that is God part of my life? Is Jesus Lord of my life? Is he really a part of everything that I'm doing? Because my friend, a life without Christ, a life without Jesus is a losing game. This morning, I want to pray with you and I want to pray for you. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my heart to Jesus. I want to surrender my heart to him. Wherever you are, if you want to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, can you lift up your right hand? You are watching right where you are. I can't see you, but God can see you. You want Jesus to be Lord of your life. Can you lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray for you. God bless you. God bless you, my friend. You want to say, Pastor, I want my life to change. I want my life to become better. I want my life to become different. Can you pray with me? Yes, I can pray with you. God bless you. I see your hands. I see your hands. God bless you. And I'm going to lead you in a simple prayer. And I want everybody to join in the prayer. And if you are watching and your decision is to give your heart to Jesus, pray this prayer also. Believe that God is with you right where you are. His angels are present with you. And is ready to answer your prayers and touch your life. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, today I come to you just as I am. Today I surrender my life to Jesus. I receive him as my Lord and my Savior. For the rest of my life, I will serve him and I'll follow him. Oh God. Please write my name in the book of life. I pray that from today, you will remember me. You will remember me. And you will bless me and do great things in my life. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. We do hope that you were greatly blessed. For further inquiries, please call, WhatsApp, or send an SMS text to plus 233-243-886-622. God bless you.